Coming up on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. Who's headed to Super Bowl 56? My thoughts on Tom Brady retirement. NBA All-Star starters were revealed. Who's in and who was snubbed? That's the ones of the weekend. Plus, is the Auburn Tigers doing basketball team for real? Plus, we recap last night games in the NBA NHL and preview upcoming games and the return of black moments in sports history. And more right now on Sports Talk with Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode. This is episode 69 on this stormy, snowy Wednesday, February the 2nd, 2022. Thank you guys for joining me again. We have so much to get into, um, but before we get into it, if you guys don't have to go out to this storm, don't go. It says it's supposed to get really windy and very snowy um, during the days on to tomorrow. Um, so if you don't have to go, don't go out. If you do, make sure you guys drive and safe, bundle up and just be safe. And um, But we are here. Uh, we're going to preview. We're going to go over, recap NFC and AFC championship game. Two tremendous game. I've seen some tremendous football. This is probably the best postseason football in NFL that I've probably seen in a long time. My, my watching football. Um, we're going to go over the NBA NHL games from last night and preview tomorrow's and um, Thursday's games. Um, and both lead um, best and worst of the week. Of course, we're going to talk about Tom Brady retiring. Was it a shock to me? I'll tell you if it was or not. And returning for this month, um, black moments in sports history. Black, happy, um, happy um, black history month to all. Um, but we're going to get into this um, Brian Flores situation with NFL. He is sworn in NFL. And three teams, the Denver Broncos, New York Giants, and, of course, the team that fired him for no apparent reason, the Miami Dolphins. Um, now, let me break this situation down like this because I read the article, and I'm just going to go off a little basic of what I've read. And, and I honestly couldn't believe it. I, I honestly really couldn't believe it. The New York Giants, probably the worst team in the last five years for sure. Um, they hired their coach, their Bills offense coordinator. I forgot his name is Bill, Billy Robel, something like that. Um, and before that, the basically the job was basically Brian Flores. Really, it really was his. Um, and all of a sudden, he's no longer considered for the head coach's job. And I kind of felt, because I kind of felt like. You know, Giants had something going on. It took them two. It took them a day or two after Black Monday to fire Joe Judge. Everybody knew he wasn't a good coach. He wasn't going to be a good fit. New York is a is a big market city when it comes to sports. So you already know that first season. You kind of know where your team is headed, depending on um, who's behind center, who is um, behind center, and of course who's the coach. This season was probably one of their worst years in like at least ten years. The play calling was just atrocious. It really was. 
And of course, the Denver Broncos. It's, it's ironic. The news of this lawsuit come out today or yesterday. Then all of a sudden, I see a, another um, article saying that the Denver Broncos is up for sale. Wow, what a coincidence. All of a sudden, you up for sale. They must knew they messed up, and I'm sure they did. Now, Miami Dolphins, I've heard so many stories from the Miami Dolphins by reading an article. Stephen Ross, it was something about him. It was years ago they did Hard Knocks, and he gave off a demeanor as, as like he was God or something. That's just, that's just what, honestly what I felt from him. Like he was just untouchable. But I, I believe this lawsuit is something he didn't expect. And so the things I heard he, um, heard that he do, he actually had meetings with Brian Flores about tanking. If you don't know what tanking is, that's when a team is losing on purpose. And so as an owner, you would rather your – I just – I just find that very, very, very unbelievable. Really. Not in a way of not, I can't believe it, but in a way of like, you actually have owners that's okay with thinking. It's just unbelievable. It's a disgrace. It's a barrier to a competitive sport as the NFL. And this lawsuit um, says in it that he had means on a yacht with the owner of the Miami Dolphins. Um, he would pay him for every game he lost towards the end of the season. And, of course, Brian Flores is a tremendous, tremendous coach for what I see. Um, he, he rattled that Miami Dolphins late this year into close to a position, playoff position. And he still get fired. That was one firing that I really didn't understand. Because he formed, he went for one two against your division rivals, which was the um, New England Patriots. He beat Bill Belichick four out of six times. He hit the team. I believe they lost. They won their last eight of nine games. They was they won. They won week one in New England. I believe they went on a six or seven game losing streak. And all of a sudden, he get them back into a contention for a playoff spot. And he all of a sudden fire him. That's what I don't really understand. If you, Why would you fire him if you knew he had this on you? That just didn't make sense to me. Like, all of this stuff, you feel like this dude will be like, okay, I'm not going to do nothing about it. The way they fired me was wrong, but I'm accepted. No. And I honestly think it's gonna. I honestly think he's gonna win. I really do. I hope he does. It's crazy. It, it, it's kind of. It kind of really, um, to some people, make you want to applaud him for doing this on the exactly the first day of Black History Month. The very first day he made a statement like that. Now he said in a post, um, this may cost him his coaching dream, his his coaching gigs, but. He put that behind for more change. And let's be honest, black coaches in NFL is well, is really needed. There is no way you have a majority of um, African-American men, 70% 
of the players are black, and you have a, a only one black coach in Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I just don't understand it. I really don't. They fired Brian Flores. He was another. He was another coach. I believe the Houston Texans fired their coach. I I couldn't really believe that one. Why would you fire the the coach and you know what you have? He cannot do nothing about that. That's up to the GM and the owner. They made a bad mistake in Houston. We, that's a, that's another story for another day. But back to Blount Forest, you know, they didn't draft the, the, the quarterback that I guess Stephen Ross wanted. They, they, he didn't want Tua, it seemed like it. He wanted Justin Herbert. They had a chance to get him. But some of those decisions are not always on the coach. Trust and believe me. And they didn't have they they was in a um they was in the the only team in my opinion that could have really used a Deshaun Watson talent, but he has so much personal off the field stuff that would be a distraction to any locker room if he was to come back and play football with all of the cases of the stories that women are saying about him. Very unfortunate, but it came at the right time. It, he made he said himself, "This may it may be the end of my coaching career, but he won't change." And we all do. It's about time someone stand up. Now it's time for someone to stand by him and march and and fight the good fight of being able to have more black coaches. And the NFL is more defensive and uh, um, the more black defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators than its actual coaches. That is crazy. That is really, really crazy. Um, we're going to get to the NFC Championship. Man, did we see a tremendous game or what? The San Francisco 49ers. And, and, and I just knew this game would come down. To Jimmy Garoppolo, as it always does. Seemed like as it always does in the, in the recent um, past. 49ers. They actually had a 17-7 to 7 lead in this game. It is very crazy, ironic, not crazy, but ironic, how San Francisco got a 17-7 to 7 lead. And you have the fit in, in the NFC Championship. A winner with the trips to a bowl. See, you just cannot make stuff up like this. When I'm finna explain to you, you will understand. This stuff, you cannot make it up. The Rams hosted the Super Bowl, host the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56, in two weeks. Well, less than two weeks. The San Francisco 49ers have a chance to not only beat the team that they have beaten six times. Six straight times. Knocked them off, beat them not only in a building, but come back and play a Super Bowl in their building. San Francisco, San Francisco, the trail, the LA Rams, week 18. 17 nothing. San Francisco came back and won that game. They got into the playoff. 
and the L.A. Rams was the team that bounced them out of the playoff the whole Super Bowl. Isn't that ironic? We seen a tremendous. It was a tremendous game. It was back and forth. Matthew started for DS store interception. He did have a good game though. Thirty-one of forty-five, three goals in the thirty-seven yards, two touchdowns, one interception. That interception came on. Uh, I believe they was on a five or ten yard line of their um, San Francisco, um, San Francisco side of the field, and he threw an interception. And I believe who was that? I forgot his name, but he could have had absolutely another interception. That probably would have put the game away. But, man, you got to give kudos to Matthew Stafford, man. He do deserve it, man. All them some horrible years in Detroit. Owen threw in the playoff. Jimmy Garoppolo, 16-30, 232 yards, two touchdowns, one interception also. But, man, did this – this San Francisco defense was, was all over the place. Early in the game, L.A. Rams couldn't catch a ball. Cooper Cup didn't catch a ball. He had a tremendous game, but early in that first half, he couldn't catch anything. The San Francisco 49ers, could have, they had chances to run a ball, and they didn't. 50 yards rushing is not going to get it done. They only had 24 out of 60 minutes of the time possession that just show you that they were supposed to run the ball. The L.A. Rams converted like Every it seemed like every time they got the third down they converted eleven of eighteen to be exactly on third down conversion. Cooper Cup, like I said, a tremendous game. Eleven receptions, hundred and forty-two yards, two touchdowns. Odell Beckham, as much as everybody knows he's a drama team, he came through, and it's good to see him going to his first Super Bowl, hundred and thirteen yards. Um, but man, did Aaron Donald show us why he's one of the most, I don't even know what to say. He's he probably a generational talent. He's probably the most, well, not probably, he is the most dominated defensive player this last 20 years. I will say that because it was no one else. Um, That front line, if they get out of the quarterback, they can beat anybody. And all, all they got to do is not turn the ball over. That's all they have to do to LA Rams is a tremendous team. And they, I see why they favorite to win Super Bowl because of their defense and their ability to score points. And they don't score a lot of points. They just score points when it's needed. But it was a tremendous game. It was good to see the home team hosting the Super Bowl. But the, I don't want to start to see – I don't want to start to see a trend in this because it's not it's – it don't seem like it, it would be fun every year. It don't. Just like the Super Bowl next year is in Arizona. Can you just imagine how the Cardinals are going to be for the next season? But it was a tremendous game to watch. It really, it really, it really was. The um, AFC, AFC Championship game. Now, I did pick the Kansas City Chiefs to win, but, man, I did not expect them to lose the way fashion that they did. If they was to lose, I did not expect the way they lost like that. I just didn't. It was just unbelievable. You telling me Patrick Mahomes, you twenty six of thirty nine and two hundred and seventy five yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and two interceptions came at a point where you didn't even need to throw the ball. You see my point, man? Unbelievable. It was really unbelievable. 
believable. Um, Kansas City did something um, I've never seen before. I really never seen before. I saw it in the game of Madden, a video game. They went for they went for a touchdown with five, with five seconds to go with no timeouts. And it was reports saying that Patrick Mahomes convinced the coach to go for it. I'm not understanding that. I'm really not. I'm really not. At, at five seconds with no timeouts. Let's think about that. Nothing told you to throw the ball to the end zone. You threw it to the side with Tyreek Hill where he know he had two defenders. Even if he went out of bounds at the, the time, it would have been no time on the clock. So that was just a stupid play. It really was a stupid play. Joe Burrow, man, what, what, what can I say about him? I've been saying, I've been raising about him all week long. And I do believe he's the future. I believe he's the future. I really do. There's no way you can't tell me he's the future. He going to Kansas City his second year and beat a team that have hosted the AFC Championship four times in a row? No one can't say nothing about that Patrick Mahomes, the first AFC Championship when the New England, when he didn't touch the ball. Nobody can say nothing about that now. Because the time Joe Burrow, by the way, he had 25 or 38, 250 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. But Kansas City, they they blew this game. They blew this game. I, I, it's more of it was more of Kansas City blowing this game than Cincinnati winning the game. They won the game fair and square. But Cincinnati, but Kansas City could have had so many. They had so many opportunities to put this game away. They even had a chance to win the game with over a minute left, and you and your opponent. 10-yard line. That was just mismanagement right there. Bad play calling. Bad, bad, bad play calling. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Kansas City actually had the team 21-3 at one point of the game. And exactly Cincinnati locker room, they momentum built up that half. And they were just unstoppable. They was just unstoppable. They only scored three points in the second half. In overtime. The force of overtime. Could you imagine what would happen if Patrick Mahomes, if when he fumbled that ball on that third down? Do you would imagine if that ball, if the Kansas City offensive line didn't go recover that ball? Man, can you imagine how would that Kansas City fan how would that fan base would trade on him so fast? Mm. I can't even imagine. I, I really can't. Cause fans are fans. Um, but man, did this this was a tremendous game. We saw Kansas City blow this, blow it on um, blow uh lead like that, and you know, we seen Cincinnati. AF Pearson, uh Pearson, whatever the kicker name is. But even his name is Peterson, something like that. Kicked the Cincinnati Bengals State first Super Bowl in, since 1988. I was only one years old. Let's just show you how much the team I've been that been through over the years. 1988. It's over 20 years. 30 years, I mean. 
first Super Bowl in thirty years. I, I honestly don't think. I honestly don't think this Joe Burrow last Super Bowl. I really don't. I believe he could be at the next two out of four, or two out of five. That's just my personal opinion. The dude was clutching that fourth quarter. He made plays when it was time to make plays. But I, I don't. I don't. I just don't know what the. I just don't know how Kansas City blow that game. I'm still. I still don't understand. I still. It's Wednesday, and I still don't understand how they blew that game. Back to Jimmy Garoppolo. It was a report saying that he will be looking to get traded to a winner. It's funny how a team you can play with a team on Sunday, and by Tuesday they they just don't want you no more. And I've said this um, early this season. When when Jimmy Garoppolo was out, I'm not sold on Trey Lance. I'm just not, and I think San Francisco is making a big mistake, man. If if Kyle Shanahan can't get it done with him, you had you had at least what two good quarterbacks, what two good great quarterbacks, or you know Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garoppolo. The only place I could really feel like he can go is probably um Tennessee or Carolina. You know, the, I, I I just don't know. You know, Green Bay. I don't know. I just don't know. Where what could he go? You know, Washington can use him. You have Washington that can use him. Atlanta, don't know about that one. New Orleans, definitely. There's a lot of teams out there that can use a quarterback of Jimmy um Jimmy G um stature. Cause I tell you what, the way they did him like that, I think they're gonna regret it because I'm not trading nobody that gave me gave, had a chance to get me to two, two Super Bowls. I'm just not. Yeah, he cannot stay healthy. But you 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 telling me you rather trust a, a two year player on Trey Lance? He not Joe Burrow. He not Matt. He not Matt Jones. And he's for sure not um, Justin Fields. Those guys are gonna have extended careers. I have no nothing against Trey Lance. It's just your eyes, my eyes see it all. I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's ready for those spotlights. I don't think he's ready for Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, Wild Card, none of the games that the 49ers have won this season and primetime playoff game in Green Bay and um, in Dallas. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it being a success. With Trey Lance at the quarterback of the 49ers. I just don't see it. But we um we are looking forward to Super Bowl 46. Of course, I'm not gonna pick the game now. We still have a whole nother week to do that. I will make my keys to victory for that game on both sides of the ball. It should be a tremendous, tremendous game. I'm I'm honestly I'm looking forward to the game, but man, I tell you if, if I'm looking more forward to the halftime show. I've been knowing about this halftime show for at least two to three months, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Probably the one of the best halftime shows I probably will ever see in my lifetime. Probably I ever, ever see in my lifetime. But like I said, next week we'll get into the prediction of who I think may win Super Bowl. You kind of you, you, you heard of who I'm leaning towards. If you didn't get it, you'll, you'll get for sure of who I'm picking to win Super Bowl next week. And, of course, keys to the game. But right now, Return is return. Black moments in sports history.
This is Black Moments in Sports History. In 1966, first black umpire Emmett Ashford, inspired by the journey of Jackie Robinson to the majors, Ashford embraced on a lengthy climb towards the major leagues by umpiring throughout the minors for over a decade in the 1950s. In 1966, he was finally called up to the majors where his charismatic style behind a play made him a hit with fans. In 1967, he became the first black umpire to work in All-Star Game. In the 1970, he earned the same distinction in the World Series umpire appearing in all five games. 1967, the first black World Series MVP, Bob Gibson. During the 1967 World Series, Gibson pitched games one, four, and seven for the St. Louis Cardinals against the Baltimore Red Sox. He was utter dominating along the way, allowing only three runs over 14 hits, 14 hits across three complete game victories. He ran up a total of 26 strikeouts against only five walks, threw a shutout in game four, and even hit a home run in game seven. All after rallying from a mid-season broken leg from a ball hit off of him in July. That was Black Moments in Sports History. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. That was Black Moments in Sports History. We're going to transition over to NCAA basketball games we seen last night. It was Creighton take care of 17-rank um, Connecticut 55 to 59 to 55. 13-rank um, Michigan State Spartans take care of Maryland 65 to 63. Texas A&M Aggies lose by 10 to 22-ranked Tennessee Volunteers 90 to 80. Number 10-ranked Kansas Jayhawks lose win. Sorry to Iowa State 70 to 61. 23 rank Texas lose a tough one against 14 rank Texas Tech 77 to 64. And the Mississippi State take care of 25 rank LSU 76 to 72. Providence take care of St. John 86 to 82. And the number one team Auburn Tigers take care of Alabama Crimson Tide 100 to 81. The Auburn Tigers is on an 18 game win streak, guys. They are they are playing at a level right now where it could be pretty tough to beat this team, knowing that they, like I said, 18 games. They are number one ranked team. I believe they was number ranked. For a couple weeks now. But it seems like they have a tremendous team. They play know how to move the ball. They play tremendous defense. Have a good coach. Um, but we all know Mars Manage is right around the corner. It's right around the corner. And this is going to be a very, inter- very entertaining. Knowing what we said with Purdue. Knowing where the um, Houston is playing very good, Illinois is playing very good, Villanova, um, Texas Tech, you know, Kansas, Duke, so many tremendous teams, North Carolina, so many good teams this year. 
tournament. And, and, and it's a tremendous year. It is Coach K last college um, coaching, last season coaching. It should be a tremendous outgoing for him when it comes to the uh, Mars Madness tournament. Um, I just I just would love to see him go win, go out as a champion. I, 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 it's more unlikely than likely from what we sit right now. Um, but the Auburn Tigers just look like a tremendous team. Uh, I'm still not sold just yet. 18 games is enough, but, you know, one night, we can have one off game and it can just basically, you know, turn that season back upside down. And so I will see if they able to continuously to be dominant like they are. They um going into the conference championship and they'll cost the um selection. If they are the number one team, I think they'll be I think they'll make some noise, but I'm just not sold on them winning it just yet. I still believe Purdue is a tough team. Um Kansas can never count out Kansas Jayhawks and of course Duke. Um Duke is looking like a tremendous team. I believe that team is gonna be really, really um um playing their hard outs for Coach K last season. Um but tonight's um NCAA games we got filling over and you can't forget about Kansas. How can I forget about Kansas? I'm a five rank Kansas. They they play Villanova tonight. I mean Vanderbilt. Um, number four ranked Purdue is in Minnesota to play the Minnesota Golden um, Golden Gophers. Um, Butler is in uh, play Xavier twenty one ranked Xavier. Um, Tulane is in Houston to play the number six six um, Houston and Wisconsin Illinois should be a tremendous game and of course Villanova and Marquette. Um, last night NHL games, we seen a tremendous game in NHL. Um, the Rangers take care of the hot Florida Panthers five to two. The Winnipeg Jets come up short against the Philadelphia Flyers three to one. The Toronto Maple Leafs manhandled the New Jersey Devils seven to one. Um. Washington Capitals win an exciting game in Pittsburgh as they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins in overtime 4-3. to three. Seattle Cranklins continuously to struggle with their first year in the league. They lose to the Boston Bruins 3-2. to two. The champs take care of the San Jose Sharks 3-2. to two. The New York Islanders and the Ottawa Senators. Very exciting game, but New York Islanders come on top 4-1. to one. Nashville take care of Vancouver Canucks four to two. Calvary, the Calvary Flame, win a close one in Dallas four to three, and the Arizona Coyotes win a shootout in Colorado three to two over the Avalanche. And the nightcap game, the Vegas Golden Knights take care of the Buffalo Sabers five to two. Tonight's NHL games. Edmonton and Washington. We have Seattle traveling to New York to play the Islanders. The LA Kings are in Detroit to play the Detroit Red Wings. And the Minnesota Wild are in Chicago to play the Blackhawks. My Blackhawks. Calvary Flame 
the Arizona, the Arizona Coyotes. As we stand right now, the game Wednesday night games are the last slate of games before the All Star game. I believe is Saturday. I believe it's Saturday. This is what's today? The is yeah Saturday. It's Saturday. Yes. Um, the East right now is very competitive. You have Florida, 32-10 and 5, 69 points. The Tampa Bay Lightning still fighting for that top seed, 30-10 and 10 and 6, 66 points. And, of course, the Toronto Maple Leafs is making some noise finally in the East, 29-10 and 3 with 61 points. Cannot say the same for the West because the West has been is horrible and it's been horrible all season long. Colorado is the number one team over there, thirty two eight and three with sixty seven points, and the Nashville Predators twenty eight fourteen and four with sixty points. And no team below that is below Minnesota have I believe fifty points. And it's kind of it's kind of I don't know how they you know I don't know why they switch the divisions the way they beat them. Um, um, the way they pull them, I guess they were just trying to, you know, eliminate the four or five divisions in each conference. And that was kind of okay to do, I guess. But I believe they should, you know, I think they, I think they need to. I think it's time for a, little, a, a shake up in a playoffs, in the playoffs, as far as the seeding and who's play who. Um, but it would be very interesting to see if the East can, you know, meet the West besides the Stanley Cup. Um, but Friday, but Saturday, like I said, is the NHL All Star Game. I might take a look at it. Not really big on All Star Games nowadays. They could get pretty boring, in my personal opinion. Um, so we, I'll probably take a look at some of them, and well, I'll look at some of the game. Um, Tuesday night in the NBA, the New Orleans. Pelicans beat the horrible Detroit Pistons 101 to 111 to 101 behind Brandon Ingram 26 points. Washington Wizards, I think they really need to start considering Dre Bradley Bill because that team is just it's as much as 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 much as um as much as good as Kyle Kuzma playing, that team is just not they just they just they just not they just not here right now. It's just not they just not putting together a couple wins or nothing like that. But they lose to Milwaukee um Bucks one twelve to ninety eight behind Giannis triple double thirty three points, fifteen boards and eleven assists. The Miami Heat lose again to the Toronto uh, Raptors one tenth one oh six behind Gary Trent Jr. thirty three points. Seem like Toronto have their number. They 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 had a tremendous um overtime game, I believe that's bad this past Saturday. Um but Toronto not sold on them and I'm damn sure not sold on Miami just yet. I don't see why everybody thinking they number two, number one. I just not sold on that team. I don't I don't know why. Denver, Minnesota. Minnesota take care of Denver, 130 to 115. Behind the car, Anthony Towns, 24 points, 10 boards, and 7 assists. Minnesota is doing – that is a young team. If they get some veteranship in there, I believe they could be a, a contender at some point in the next year or two. Um, Orlando, Chicago, 
Chicago 126, 115. The Lando Magic did beat them, I believe, a week or two ago. So, it's, of course, payback 126, 115. They beat the um, Lando Magic. We seen the Marlon Rosen dunk along with his 29 points, 10 boards, and 5 assists as the Bulls continuously get unrecognized as the top team of the East. With all the injuries they face, man, still the top team in the East. Just cannot say too much about that team and that was a tremendous job that front office have done. Billy Donovan, absolutely, right now, coach of the year. is absolutely, if his team can stay on top of the number one seed, they will be coaching this year all-star game. And I'm definitely going to get into my all-star game started in a moment because it was a couple players that I feel like that was snubbed, of course. Golden State, come back. A tremendous comeback without even a starters. They stars, not starters. Um, they take care of the Golden um, San Antonio Spurs, 124 to 120 behind Jordan Poole, 31 points. Brooklyn lose again to Phoenix. I believe they dropped to like the sixth seed in the East. Phoenix, 121 to 111 behind Devin Booker, 35 points. Tonight's NBA action. Orlando Magic and Indiana to play the Pacers. Washington travel to Philadelphia. Man, it is not good for them to be on a back-to-back. They can get blow out tonight. They can if they get blew out tonight, I won't be surprised. Um, Memphis and New York Knicks, Cleveland and Houston, um, Oklahoma City Thunders and Dallas to play the Mavericks. Brooklyn got a kid. Have a double double in San Antonio. It could be a tough one. Them doubles, doubles can be. Um, Tricky games, really tricky games, especially in the NBA. Denver and Utah, Portland and the LA Lakers. Thursday night, we have Minnesota and Detroit. Phoenix and Atlanta, Chicago head to uh, across the border. Up north to Toronto to play the Raptors. Miami is in San Antonio and the Sacramento Kings and Golden State. In the Battle of LA, the LA Clippers and the LA Lakers. I might be watching that one. I'll tell you that one. Now let's get to these all-star Starters, everybody know. Um, everybody, everybody know NBA mess it up every now and then with the starters, and I didn't vote because I just feel like you know, all starters year just feels it feels less important. It really does year by year feel less important. Last year it felt less important. I promise you, I kid you not. I I, I dozed off an all star game in Atlanta. I really did. I dozed off. It really pretty much wasn't entertaining until like the fourth quarter. Like the all a lot of all star games, but I tell you, I'll tell you what, the twenty twenty all star game, probably the probably one of my best all star games I've seen nonstop. Like I watched that entire game and it was just nonstop action. And I love the um rules when it comes to the clock and the donation, stuff like that. Team had it was they, they reset the score every quarter. It was just something special to see. But of course, and I don't even know how LeBron James was even. Uh, of course, let, let's be honest. It's the fans' vote, and I understand this. You know, people love LeBron James. I, I like him as a person. I like him as a basketball player. I even love him as a businessman. But can we be honest for a second? Can we, like, can they have some kind of way to change the voting? Because I know it's for the fans, but... It seems like the fans vote the starters, and they know the starters is not the real starters. They not. Case in point, LeBron James, of course, he's going to Cleveland. He, of course, they're going to put him in the captain simply because 
He's from Cleveland. He used to play for the team. So they have LeBron James and no um no gitch. Um Joker. They have the Joker, Curry, John Morant. And of course, they have the wrong person that started, which is Andrew Wiggins. I have no beef for Andrew Wiggins. I honestly think he was a bust when he first came out, when he got drafted. Because I promise you, I never seen no number one pick get traded before he even started a game, even played a game with the team. But Andrew Wiggins is that player. So I know everybody say he's having a good season. Not in my eyes. He's having a good season, but his season ain't nowhere better than the man that's supposed to have been starter, which is Devin Booker. And it seems like every year he just get disrespected. I just don't understand that. He get, every year he get disrespected. And I believe he's just having a better career. I really believe he's having a way better career than Andrew Wiggins. Not career season. He's having a way better season than Andrew Wiggins right now. Andrew Wiggins, you have two persons you can rely on in Curry and Thompson. Just imagine if they wasn't there. Well, what would Golden State be? Bottom of the West? Probably won't even win or what? Probably would have like at least ten wins. It's just, it's just, it's just ironic. It's just crazy how Devin Booker overlooked every year and all for the All Star. It's just, it's just ridiculous. This dude, have he, have he not shown you who he was when he scored seventy some points in Boston years ago? Did he not tell you what kind of person he was last year when he led the, um, even of the of the leadership of Chris Paul? He was the reason they got to the finals. He was the reason why they put out the Lakers. He was the reason why they put out the Clippers and they swept the Nuggets. The man don't get no respect. Every year, all star, like, come on. That, that is just disrespectful. This dude is at least the top, 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 top 10 players in the league right now. Me, to me, first, to me. If he's not in your top 10, you tell me who's in your top 10. I'll tell you at least three people that don't belong in there. But the West is the the East is the, the I mean the, the West is just it's a good team. We all knew that Chris Paul wasn't gonna be back there. You know, you know, you know they was gonna vote Stephen Curry and John Moran. They having tremendous seasons over Chris Paul, and I understand that. But Andrew Wiggins, no, not over Devin Booker, no. And and, I, and I'm just tired of this All Star game. I just wish they go back and just. You know, east and the east and the west and the west and the, the the team jerseys. Like, I just need I need some classic back. Bring some classic back because the dunk dunk contest ain't it. Three point shoot back. Three point is like a little bit better. You know, um, the um, the rising stars talent. The rising stars game is okay. It could be better, but the all star game is just not cutting for me for the last year. For the last couple of years, be besides the twenty twenty, but other than that, it's just not coming. The game can be very entertaining first half, but we all know it's being very competitive, and that's how I want it. But it just don't draw me. It don't. It don't get me to the point where I want to. You know, I want to watch the whole game. No, other than the twenty twenty, it just don't. And that's not even the reason because it was Chicago. It was just because it was a good game to watch, and the rules were changed. Tana Kobe. The East captains, Kevin Durant. This one is another thing I don't like. Why select players that not even that's that, that's not going to play? I don't get it. I really don't. Kevin Durant is not playing in all. I, I I he is not playing. I don't think I don't think he is. If I were him, I would. I just that's how my personal opinion. I wouldn't. I don't think he'll play. 
He injured, I believe, it's another four to six. Four, I think it was a four to six weeks. That probably like a week or two ago. I don't think he'll play coming off an injury and he going to all star game. It's not that important. Um, but Kevin Durant, of course, Giannis, Joel Embiid, um, the Rosen, and of course, um, who else was in there? Um, Trey Young, who don't belong in there. He really don't. Trey Young do not belong in there. They should have gave that spot to Zach Levine because if you look at what look if you look at the. Atlanta Hawks. Can you honestly say Trey Young the leader of that team? No, because they've been horrible for the last couple of weeks. If you see the the, I've always noticed. I've always known um, Zach Levine was going to be the Zach Levine. If you see him dunk contest, you can see he's very athletic, very athletic. And I've seen a couple of games he played in Minnesota um, before they shifted him off to Chicago. He's a very good player, and now he's getting hit some of what his. He's now getting some of his recognition and respect, but they still can't over Trey, over over you pick Trey Young over Zach Levine. Like they need to start basing this off who having a better season because Trey Young, Trey Young is that Atlanta Hawks team is just not the same team we saw last year, and I can assure you that. Um, what else? Um, that's it for the NBA All-Star Game. Like, again, man, they need to switch something up about the All-Star Game because I might, I might not even watch it, to be honest with you. I might not. It just don't intrigue me anymore. It just don't. Um, now we're going to head over to the best and worst. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, and before we get to the best and worst of the week, how can we not mention Tom Brady himself? GOAT! Out of the 22 seasons, he has officially hung up his cleats. Seven, seven Super Bowl titles, 84,520 yards, 624 touchdowns from both NFL records. 47 straight playoff games is what I'm looking at. Won a Super Bowl in every single decade. And out of 318 regular season games, he has only missed two of those. If that don't spell go to you, I don't know what will. The absolute worst thing I've seen this past week was the WWE Royal Rumble. I am a wrestling fan, but man, this trash I seen Saturday night was probably the top three Royal Rumbles I've ever seen in my life. First off, no surprises. Very Rumble was very predictable. I even took me a nap. Kids you not. The absolute best thing, how can it not be the Cincinnati Bengals? On their way to the Super Bowl 56, first time in over 30 years. Big kudos to them. Next week, I will be predicting. My, I will tell you who I'm picking up for the Super Bowl. And I will give you keys to victory. Whatever going on the NBA, NHL, MLB, I will bring it to you. As always, thank you guys for joining me for this special, a special episode. Um, 70. I mean, no, not I ain't jumped to 79. That's 69. And I hope you guys have a tremendous week. As, as I said, be safe and be drive safe out there getting this storm this week because you know, put a lot of us in the house for, for the weekend, I guess. So just make sure you guys, um, drive safe, have a good week, have a good weekend. As always, be good.
Be great, and I will see you guys next week.